Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29. It is the week between Christmas and New Year's, so we are simply enjoying slow and lazy days around here, which is exactly what my body and soul need at the moment. I personally think that this week is absolutely perfect for a digital detox, a closet cleanup, writing out goals for the new year, reviewing finances, setting goals, and reflecting on the year that we're about to close out. And as it turns out, I have read 67 books in 2021, but Dara, how do you have all that time to read so many books? This is a very common question that my friends ask me all the time. So I figured I would host an entire episode centered around this very question. So let's just dive right into it. My number one biggest tip is to begin listening to audiobooks. Yes, incorporating audiobooks into your world. You would be surprised how many books you're able to cross off your reading list that way. My daily agenda includes a 40 to 60 minute stroller walk with the kids every day. And if I'm not on the phone with a family member during that time, I'm probably listening to an audiobook. And I would also encourage anyone else to take a daily walk if it's not already a part of your day. And I also have my headphones in while I cook dinner, meal prep in the middle of the day, while I clean bathrooms, scrub toilets, scoop cat poop out of boxes, and a million other mundane household chores, right? Or maybe you listen in the car on the way to work or an appointment or driving the kids to activities. And a close second to incorporating audiobooks is bedtime reading. So I have always kept a physical book on my bedside table and ensure that I read before turning in for the night. I usually aim for about 15 minutes, but sometimes it's way more than that. And other times I'm barely able to get through one page without passing out. Um, but it's more of the habit and the idea, um, of reading before I turn off the light, right? Like if keeping a book on your bedside table, isn't enough of a suggestion. I've also heard of people leaving their book on their pillow. That way they have to like physically move it to get into bed. Um, therefore like it'll be in your hands and then you actively make the choice to either not read or read when you get into bed. But either way, reading at night is a great way to unwind, unplug and help you fall asleep faster. So maybe this upcoming year you commit to leaving a physical book either on your bedside table or on your pillow to help, uh, even just 15 minutes at night will make a huge difference. And speaking of unplugging, my tip number three is turning off your phone. If your phone is sitting next to you while you're reading, you are 100% going to get distracted at some point during your reading time. So either put your phone in another room while you read or silence notifications completely, right? Like I will give you yesterday as an example, uh, while my kids were doing nap time and quiet time, I sat down with a book on the couch. I had my phone next to me. Um, I read about four pages of the book that I'm in the middle of. And then a thought occurred to me that I wanted to explore by looking something up on the internet that I had just read in the book. And then next thing you know, I had just spent 20 minutes on my phone on the internet. I don't even know what I was looking at. Like it didn't even like connect at that point anymore. Right. So like just 
ensure that whenever you're reading, wherever you're reading, do not have your phone next to you, or it needs to be completely silenced. For me, I just say, get it away from you. Okay. So number four, a midday reading break. If you are able to escape work for a 20 minute coffee break or during your lunch break, or while your kids are napping slash having quiet time in the afternoon, which is what I do sit down and open the book that you're in the middle of, you know, there's something really magical about that second cup of coffee in the afternoon and a book. I just feel like they go so well together. And again, even if it's just 10 to 15 minutes, it will put a dent in your book reading time, right? 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, five minutes here, 20 minutes there, right? Like it all adds up. Okay. And lastly, number five, always carry a book or an e-reader with you. If you actually pay attention throughout your day, you would notice how much waiting and downtime life provides for everyday events, right? Like waiting patiently in a doctor's office. Maybe a friend is running late for a play date. You get a pedicure during your car getting serviced, right? Like the list goes on and on, but whatever your daily flow looks like, I'm willing to bet that there is some waiting involved. So make the most out of that time by having a book with you. That can either be a physical book or an e-reader or your headphones so you can listen to an audiobook. Um, and I also wanted to encourage you to give yourself some grace, right? If you're in a tricky season, like my best friend, who I am dedicating this episode to, she is the one who asked me the most recently how I have so much reading time in my day. And the real answer is that I just pick up a book, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, 15 minutes here, five minutes there. And maybe some days I don't pick up a book at all because life is just crazy. Uh, but the overall message is that you have to give yourself some grace when it comes to reading. If reading, let's say 50 books is really important to you for this upcoming year, then you'll find the time, right? But if you don't give yourself easy ways to access reading, then it just won't happen. And that's kind of it. And it has been a really long time since we wrapped up with a, what did I have for dinner last night segment? So I will let you know that I had a pan roasted chicken breasts with a tomato cream sauce. I paired that up with shaved Brussels sprouts and I made a balsamic glaze for them. And then we just had white rice because that is what I had in my refrigerator from a couple of days ago that needed to get eaten. Okay. And lastly, I decided to sign up for a no spend challenge in January. So just bills and the essentials, like nothing else, like not even eating out, which I'm pretty confident that we can do. My meal planning is usually um, pretty tight, um, but it occasionally we'll go out for like a lunch or two. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really going to try my hardest to save as much money as possible, cut out all of the essentials. And I think the hardest part for me will be, um, my, my candle budget. I, I feel like I spend an embarrassing amount of money on candles. Um, they make me so happy. Um, but I think I have enough like lying around the house that I can just, I can make do through, through, <laughs> through February 1st. Um, but who knows, right? Like let's thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Anyway, I wish everyone a very happy new year and I encourage you to read more this upcoming year. Thanks. And I will see you back here next Thursday.